Before we get started today, I would like to take this time to say thank you to Lone Star Arms and Ammo for helping support the Sounder Podcast and True Hog Hunters Tournament. Lone Star Arms and Ammo is located at 477 North Sunset Strip in Kennedy, Texas, and is open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., as well as Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. With a wide range of guns to choose from, let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at Lone Star Arms help you make the right decision with your next purchase. Looking to sell a gun or are in need of a gunsmith, Lone Star Arms can help you with that too. And with their new Silencer Shot kiosk, buying and registering a suppressor has never been easier. You can call Lone Star Arms and Ammo at 830-299-5552 as well as check out their website at LoneStarArmsAmmoLLC.com for updates and news regarding products and services. Also, be sure to follow them on Facebook at Lone Star Arms and Ammo LLC. Thank you to Lone Star Arms for all that you do for the two-way community, as well as all the support you have shown us here at True Ballistics and the Sounder Podcast. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the world on hogs. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. We got a great show for you. Before I get started, quick reminder, go ahead and get signed up for the True Hog Hunters and Army Hog Hunters tournaments at trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. We are giving away prizes every month for most hogs eradicated, submitted, and approved into the into the website, into the tournament. It's very simple. Hunt your hogs. Like I said before, you hunt these hogs your way, your land, your time. This is something that is done. As long as you're following your local, state, and federal laws and regulations, you can hunt the hog. You can trap the hog. However you do it, however you have success in hunting hogs, it is allowed. This is a numbers game. Most hogs wins. So we don't want to limit you. This is a conservation effort. We want to try to knock these things out as much as we can, um, not only for your own self-gain, but to help out farmers, ranchers, landowners, all of us. If you're driving a car down the road, there's a chance you could hit a hog. We need to knock these numbers down there. The population is getting out of control and uh, it's going to take all of us, and that's what we preach here on the Sounder Podcast, trying to get more and more people involved, trying to get these numbers down. So remember, get signed up. We are in January. This is the first month of the tournament. We will be giving away some prizes at the end of the month, and I think you're going to like this. So to get started, if you are, if you are fresh to this, new to this, you will, you will join a membership. So there's a there's an annual membership of seven dollars, which then gets you on to the website. But don't stop there. Then you have the choice of tournaments. There's the True Hog Hunters and the Army Hog Hunters tournament that you can join. You could be in both of them if you'd like. Um, there are different entry fees per tournament. I believe the Army Hog Hunters tournament is about fifteen dollars a month. The True Hog Hunters tournament is twenty dollars a month. Um, like I said, you will only be charged that one-time fee, uh, annual fee of the $7. So once that is through, then you can join these tournaments. There are different prizes given away, but the same rules apply. Um, this month, to start the new year off, 
Um, we're giving away first, second, and third prize in the True Honk Hunters Tournament. Third place, we're going to start off with that Red Rider BB gun set. We haven't had anybody win it yet, so it transferred over to this month. Uh, that's uh, Again, that's a, it's a two-piece set that comes with this. You get two Red Rider BB guns for third place. Um, our second place is really neat. Um, I'm going to actually post these pictures to the True Hog Hunters Facebook page if you want to see what these look like. Our second place prize is going to be a 14-piece butcher set. This is a hand-forged set by full height. It's about $150 value. Really nice set. I think you're going to like that. And then our first place prize is a doozy. This is a ride-on 3 Conker 6x24x50 30mm rifle scope. Valued at about eight hundred dollars, uh, I have actually used these scopes. We bought a couple uh, a couple years back. Been using them, haven't had any problems with them. Great scope. Um, I mean, literally anybody can use it. I, I the the how do I put this? The quality as far as like when I look at a scope, I look for a lot of things like how much light it gathers in those low light situations. That early morning, that late evening, uh, this scope really does a great job at that as far as tracking, you know, back and forth because there's, you know, your elevation adjustments, uh, your windage adjustments, everything on this scope has always gone back to zero after cranking it up, cranking it down. Uh, we have shot, we have taken this particular scope out, not this exact one, but the same model we have taken out and shot at um, over 600 yards. I haven't taken it out any further than that. But same thing, had a lot of success with it. I think it's a great value. I think it's a great scope, and I hope you enjoy it. Same thing, we're going to be posting these photos to the True Hog Hunters Facebook page so you can check that out and uh, see what you think about those. But those are the three prizes this month. We're trying to get this the year started off right. We want to give something back, and I can tell you right now, we are a couple weeks into this January tournament, and it's all even. Nobody's got a haul yet. It's a very slow start to the year. So right now, as I'm doing this podcast, if you were to get signed up, go out, maybe on your, your deer lease, maybe you still got corn in the feeders or whatever's going on and got one hog, that, that one hog could give you an $800 scope. Just throwing that out there. So great things coming for this year, starting the year off right. Like I said, the Ride On 3 Conquer, the 14 piece butcher set and uh the red rider bb guns of course uh gonna be giving away in third so get signed up hunt some hogs trap hogs however you have success there's a ton of them out there hunting doesn't end because deer season is over this is a great time to get out there put some pork in the freezer even if you don't want to if you don't eat wild pork that's not your your thing get out there and hunt them do your part You'll be doing, if you're a whitetail hunter, you're doing the whitetail a favor. If you are a turkey hunter, you're doing turkeys a favor. You know, remember, turkeys are ground nesting birds and wild hogs will eat their eggs. So anything like that, you are you are doing pretty much everything, plant life, wildlife, you know, water systems. You're doing everything a favor because these things are so destructive uh, and as well as they're so... They will literally poison a water hole just about with disease infection because they're pigs. They're nasty. They're going to lay in that water. They're going to urinate, defecate, do all that nasty stuff. They're going to carry parasites around. 
and possibly transfer other diseases to livestock and who knows, possibly you <laughs> get out there, hunt these things. If you do process them, I highly recommend you wear your gloves, um, wear some kind of maybe safety glasses, apron, anything like that. Try to keep as much of that, the blood off you as possible. Um, anything that can be transferred through blood, if you prick your finger or something while cleaning the animal, well, now you have been exposed to it. So and that's the same thing with anything, white-tailed deer, uh, any livestock that you may be uh, processing, do the same thing. Always, always think of your safety first and wear your gloves, wear your safety gear, keep that from happening. So those are the prizes for the month of January. Good luck to all of y'all. Like I said, um, we allow trapping. We allow hunting in any way. And it's as simple as pretty much after the hunt, if you can use a cell phone, you can you can do this. It's a two it's you take two pictures of your hog. One, you're gonna take a photo of that hog, head on the left, tail on the right, feet towards you. Uh, try to get as clear of a picture as possible. Try to get that hog uh, centered and you know, try to fill that photo with that pig so we can see all the details of that hog just to help make sure there's no duplicate submissions. And then also from that first picture, you have two minutes to cut the left ear off, take another photo, and submit that one as well. So you have 24 hours from the time those photos are taken to submit them. We understand that your property that you're hunting or wherever you may be, maybe your phone dies rather than take a photo we don't want you to miss out on the credit that you're going to get for that animal. You got 24 hours to get into town, get to a charger, whatever you need to do to get signal, get those hogs submitted. But after 24 hours, if you submit them, it will be counted as late and will not be approved. So keep that in mind. The whole ear cutting thing is just to help allow. Basically, we're trying to keep people from coming in behind you. If you're hunting a, you know, a piece of land that are multiple hunters, Somebody can't come in behind you and get credit for that hog as well. We're keeping a lot of data on how many hogs per county, uh, per state, and everything that are being eradicated. This is going to help us kind of determine, hopefully, what the true number of the hog population is. Because I don't think anybody has a real grasp of what it could could possibly be and at what rate that it's growing. Uh, so all this has to be accurate. We need to do our job. Be honest when you are submitting these hogs. So that, number one, you're not cheating anybody else out of prizes. But number two, we're not getting bad numbers in our data um, because all this is going to be very valuable over time. And hopefully getting a grasp and gaining some ground on the war with hogs. Um, let's see. So <clears throat> now that we are in January, um, quick reminder, I hunt North Zone. I'm in Carnes County. Uh, so this is for your, our North Zone people. North Zone whitetail season is coming to a close this weekend. Uh, I'll give you the exact date here. I don't want to lie to you. Um, that's going to be, I believe, the 15th. It's going to be the last day of muzzle loader season as well as youth season. Uh, the only reason I really keep up with that, last year I did a muzzleloader hunt, had some success. Um, my kids aren't hunting youth season yet, so that's not really pertaining to me. 
But just a quick reminder, I keep up with it because I still have a lot of game cameras out, and I know after this weekend, whatever I still have on game cam is for sure at least not going to get hunted anymore, at least not by a human. Maybe a pack of coyotes or a bobcat or something like that could take it out, but some of the deer I'm watching, I'm very excited to hopefully get a chance at seeing next season and we are in the last final days of North Zone Z- season. Now, I don't know. I mean, if you have like a high fence property, I don't know how how far that you know your season stretches out there. This is just your regular low fence properties that uh, I'm, I'm talking about. Maybe if there is any public land, uh, I don't know of any in North Zone, but I'm sure there is. Um, some of these state parks and stuff allow hunting, but uh, that's a whole different ball game i'm just pretty much talking from my area so that's going on um and now that deer season's over it's we still have corn in the feeders like i talked last week about trying to to keep those feeders going cutting them back of course i've been feeding kind of heavy over season but i'm going to cut them back um but definitely keep them going at least at least one of them on the river bottom would be good uh, to keep going, I said I got two down there right now. I don't need to keep them all going, but uh, keep one going, keep the corn throwing, and and hunt pigs. Uh, we need to get as much food, nutrition out there for our whitetail as possible. If you are looking at growing whitetail, keeping them healthy, a lot of these bucks are run down this time of year. In my neck of the woods, we've been in a drought, it seems like forever. There's not a whole lot of green. Um, what was green, we had that freeze come in, burnt everything off. So they are looking for food. They're showing up to feeders. We need to think about that. So if, even if it's just a, a mineral block from time to time that you're throwing out, um, very important to do that. I know it's a big popular thing down here. It's affordable. It's cotton seed. Uh, there's a lot of protein feeds out there that you can be feeding. A little bit goes a long way. You don't have to go out there and necessarily spend a fortune. Um, just do do your part. It's going to be, I think, important come spring, maybe get a small spring food plot put in the ground. That's not only going to help the deer, but hopefully keep those deer in your neck of the woods. Keep those cameras going. Obviously, the bucks are going to be dropping their antlers before too long. But it's a good thing to have to see them develop throughout their their velvet and everything else and also we all know if you're feeding for deer you're going to attract other animals especially wild hogs keeping your cameras going finding out when those hogs are coming in and try to do everything you can to hunt them you are doing so much more for your deer by getting these hogs at least pressure the hogs out of there run them out try to harvest as many as you can set a trap that's that's my goal. Been talking about that this weekend. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the skid steer, go out, pick up the trap, do any kind of maintenance to it that, that needs to be done. It's been sitting in a field for a while. I'm sure the door probably needs to be greased and sprayed with WD. Um, and then it's going to come down to getting it in a position. I got a spot. I'm pretty sure I, I'm going to set it. It's easy access. Um, be easy for me to go in and check it. Also, my access to it, uh, just to check it. I can pretty much walk down there without really spooking anything. 
and give it a peek and see if there's any pigs. If there is, I can then go back up, get the truck, take care of it. If there's not, I can back out of the area, hopefully not spook anything else. So that's how I'm kind of thinking of it, but hopefully going to get that set this week. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lock the door open for probably, you know, a week or two until I actually start seeing some traffic come in and out of that trap. Once they get comfortable with it, then I'll set it. Another thing I got to do for sure is is get some freezer space. Um, got a, my whitetail still in my freezer. I got to get a Euro mount done on that, so I need to get it out of there. It's taking up a bunch of space. Got <clears throat> some bags of ice in there that I need to get rid of, as well as a bunch of meat that I just need to start cooking up and eating. So whew, before I get any any more meat, I got to do that. And uh, But I'm really excited. Another another reason I want to really get out there and do some more pig hunting. I got a fishing trip coming up uh, on the river here in like mid-March. I think we plan for it. If I can get a trap full of pigs, I'm going to collect all those livers, bag them up, freeze them, and use pig liver for bait come come March. It should be. I've had a lot of good luck catfishing in March. I'm really hoping um, to have the same success. If you've been listening to the podcast you've heard me talk from time to time about my little boat that i've been working on and uh that's going to be utilized we're planning on setting a lot of lines but uh mainly just for like riding real fishing catching some blue cats some channels um pig liver will go a long way and honestly <clears throat> just one good good pig you know a mature hog that you can cut that liver up into strips and it's going to last you a long time as long as you keep it out of the heat and keep it cool um i've had a lot of a lot of luck on liver in the past uh it's kind of a go-to bait pretty cheap you can buy chicken liver you can buy beef liver stuff like that at at the store and uh there's a reason why people use it it works so gonna try that with some pig liver you know it's it sounds gross but whatever whatever innards that you know i could possibly keep you know, and use, I'm going to try to use them and, uh, hopefully catch some catfish with that. Hopefully stock my freezer with some good pork meat. You know, a funny story about pork meat a while back, we were, uh, well, it was New Year's Eve. I had a bunch of people over at the house and I made a full spread. I figured I'd make a whole bunch of meat, pretty much have like tacos, you know, tortillas and stuff set out so everybody can, can eat, make it their way. But I made three different types of meat. I had a, uh, uh, ground elk meat just for regular taco meat i had a um an elk roast i did like a mexican uh, uh style roast with shredded that all up same thing you know pretty much just put it in a tortilla roll it up throw whatever you want on eat it and then i also made uh pulled pork with a, a recipe I've, I've done before on, on a on a smaller pork roast that i had stacked in the back of the freezer i wanted to cook up and uh well, I had my my elk roast in my crock pot, and I only I only have one crock pot. I need to cook this all up in the same day, so I actually slow cooked that pork roast. I cut it up in uh, three pieces, and I, I probably should have kept it in one piece. I, I thought maybe it would cook a little little faster. I was kind of crushed on time, so I cut up into three pieces, and uh, I put it in a pan with all my fixings and threw it in the oven i think at like oh 225 to 250 and just cooked it for several hours and then took it all out shredded it 
when I shredded it, it just the meat, it, it looked a little dry. Um, the flavor was, I mean, I had salt and pepper and everything on that on and some brown sugar that I had rubbed on it. But it's not until you take like what it what it was sitting in, the all the drippings and everything that were in that pan. Uh, like I said this is a pulled pork recipe, so a lot of brown sugar, even some Dr Pepper. Um, there's uh, apple cider vinegar, barbecue sauce, onions, everything else. And I just took all that, poured it back into a bowl on top of that pulled pork, and stirred it all together. No more dry pork roast it was amazing and i i actually had i think a lot more positive feedback on that wild hog compared to the uh the elk roast which was still phenomenal still got a lot of thumbs up on that but it's funny like these wild hogs that are running in our backyards you know all over the place and people look at them as trash and when i cook that wild pork now that being said there was a lot more ingredients that went into that pulled pork than there were than there was the elk, but the the wild pork. A lot of people couldn't believe that that was a wild hog. They were very impressed by it. I've done that recipe a few times, always had positive feedback. And when we make those tacos, it's pretty much a, you know, tortilla, the pulled pork, some coleslaw, and maybe some green sauce on top of that if you want it. And that's about it. It's hard to beat. I'm telling you, if you haven't tried Wild Hog, I highly recommend it. There's a lot of affordable hunts out there. Hog hunting is fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Even sitting in the blind, watching these things come running out, bossing the deer off, you know, fighting amongst each other over the few pieces of corn. It's a very action-packed hunt. I I highly recommend it, especially if you're just getting into hunting. I've said it a hundred times. It's the best way to get into hunting honestly if you if you're looking at maybe you know getting into whitetail hunting getting into any kind of rifle hunting get it do some hog hunts um i'm not saying someone's going to say oh you want to hunt a pig i'll come hunt my place for free you know it's not always the case you might have to pay but what you're going to pay on a hog hunt compared to what you're going to pay on you know for instance like a 150 class whitetail and up there is thousands of dollars of difference there uh, i mean and lots of these hog hunts too you can plan for just a day going out and doing this um you get to talking to the right people and uh you find the right crew you'll find some people that are going to take you on some pretty fun hog hunts you find some guys that like to run with dogs that's an adrenaline rush there's you got a problem with hogs and you want to mount you find somebody at the trap come out there and, and trap them for you there's just so many ways to do it there's no season on it. It's like pretty much like fishing. I mean, you can you can pretty much hog hunt all year round. Obviously, you know, there's there's the heat to take into consideration during the summertime. Um if, if you're into processing your own your own meat and all that, summertime can be a very difficult time to do that. You know, some of these places you may be hunting could be several miles from any source of ice, maybe you have to buy ice beforehand before you even go out there, and you got to clean the animal right away. It's difficult, but it can be done. I can tell you I've been cleaning hogs and, and deer um, my entire life. I, I, I'm not the fastest at it. I'm not the best at it, but I can do one in a pretty timely manner. Um, this past summer, we killed five, and we were, even with multiple hands, we were only able to get two done. 
Um, it was about a hundred degrees that day, maybe, maybe 95, 95 to hundred degrees. It was a very hot day and we got two out of five done before they all started to bloat and go bad. So that's, uh, that's the way it is down here in, in, in much of the South, not just Texas, but much of the South gets very hot in the summertime and it's hard to keep up. So highly recommend getting into it that route you're going to save a lot more money but with with the camping trip coming up like i said i'm trying to put some meat in the freezer not just liver for bait but hopefully get you know a nice nice pork roast i'd like to smoke a ham uh being down there on the river enjoying ourselves for a few days it's always great smoking we've done whole hind quarters before and they just come out amazing up talking about chasing pigs up my my preferred hog is is a sow about anywhere from like 75 to 150 pounds. Um, 150 pounds, is a, that's a pretty good-sized pig. And if you catch that sow on the right stage in her life, she's going to be just very fatty, very good, flavorful meat. Sometimes them boars get a little wild, and they'll have almost like a musk flavor to them. But good wild pork, I swear, has like this natural sweetness to it. It's a very, very clean. Uh, it's a lot leaner than your store-bought pork, of course, because it's not farm-raised. But I have seen some pigs, some some sows that have an inch of just juicy fat on them. Uh, my friend Rolly killed that sow at his place uh, a few months back, and she was one of the fattest hogs I've ever seen. I, I cannot... I don't know what she was eating and where she was eating, but uh, she's been eating good and packed on the pounds. Just a very fatty, looked to be a delicious hog. I I know he's got some cuts of meat off of her, and uh, he took the hams off her. I'm very excited to see how those come out. They they looked absolutely beautiful once he skinned them out. Just a great-looking pig. So hopefully maybe I can talk to him about bringing some of that out for the camping trip. Hopefully I can cook it up just right we can take some pictures put it on our facebook page at true hog hunters and uh see what y'all think but guys thank y'all so much for tuning in to this sounder podcast that's going to do us on time for today don't forget to get signed up for the tournament again that's true ballistics llc.com forward slash tournaments earn your chance to win some prizes don't forget we're giving away that scope at the end of the month it's an 800 dollars scope we're giving away a beautiful 14-piece butcher set for second prize. We're going to be giving away a couple BB guns for third place. Y'all get signed up. Best of luck to y'all. I'm out of here. <laughs>